Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another week of the Reel Down. Uh, this is Garrett here. This week, Jimmy's not coming in. He's uh, almost due for having a baby soon. I guess his wife is like starting to do the thing or getting close to it. So he's uh, on baby watch. Um, hope everybody had a good week and weekend leading up to this week. Um, I know these guys that we're having on the show did. Um, Got to spend the week. We're going to talk with the guys from a couple guys from the KBF down on Gunnersville with the multi-platform tournaments they got going on down there with the 10 and the trail series and the challenge series and the championships that they had for, uh, for that. So looking forward to talking with those guys. Um, and tonight we got, we'll go ahead and start with Wyatt. He welcome him back. How are you doing tonight, man? Doing all right. Glad to be glad I'm to be glad. back on here. Yeah, that, that <laughs> when was that? A couple earlier this season in May or something? April, June, June for Chickamauga. Yeah, Chickamauga. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, well, glad to have you back on here, and congratulations yeah. uh, on your AOIs. Uh, would you get Rookie of the Year and 
Rookie of the Year, Trail Series, Angler of the Year. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. As the first person to do Rookie of the Year and Angler of the Year for both uh, in the same season, right? Yeah. I was stress stressing me out the whole (laughs) whole time I was down there. Yeah, no doubt. I, mean, um, I, I can't. Well, for, I can't really be watching Rookie of the Year, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty. That's pretty special. I mean, that's cool to to come in like that and uh, for your first season with them, full season, and and take home that Rookie of the Year and yeah. and regular Angle of the Year. Uh, don't happen very often. <laughs> uh, but for any of our listeners that aren't familiar or have are new to the show, um, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell me a little bit about where where you're from and uh, where how'd you get you started in kayak fishing or and tournament fishing. Well, uh, my, name, my name is Wyatt. I say, you know, I also have the the Wham Fishing uh, Wham Fishing yeah, Instagram yeah. and uh, YouTube channel. I've been I've been kayak fishing for God. I've been kayak fishing for for a while for probably 10, 15 years. I, I mostly did it for saltwater because I, I used to buy mostly bass fish. I'd bass fish from a boat and saltwater would be my kayak. You know, saltwater would be where I would kayak fish. So I, I've done that for years, but I, you know, I had some, had some boat issues and end up blowing, blowing the motor. I had trade constant trailer issues and ended up selling the boat mm-hmm. about two years ago yeah. and switched over to kayak for everything so that that's when i started you know kayak bass fishing about two years ago i it's crazy man two <laughs> years in and you already got an aoi under your belt and uh kbf and some Plenty. trail series wins under your belt pra- practice from the boat definitely helped but yeah it's it's an entirely different animal whereas you know with the, with the boat i can go you know hey this this rock point over here has fish and i can go 10 10 miles up the up the lake and find another rock point that has fish where it's kayak and you gotta you gotta make that you gotta work for that 10 miles that's a <laughs> that's a hole in a kayak yeah, there there is there is no 10 mile run you you, you gotta catch fish wherever you're at yeah <laughs> I've, I've i mean gone, you can't make that run it just takes you half the day yeah i've gone i think i've gone six or seven in a kayak in a kayak for fit for bass before but it's 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 a lot so yeah. I mean, take take taking all that, and like that, I really really started harping on you know bass fishing. I went with the local clubs around here, CCKF, and and those guys, and popped into some some Queen City ones. Yeah, and, yeah, those are some good clubs. The Queen yeah. City ones, uh, that's definitely a good way to kind of sharpen the iron, I guess, or sharpen the uh, your skills and stuff. Because there's some. There's a lot of good anglers in that, and there's a lot of people in that. So it's almost like fishing a national event every time you fish one of those. Yeah, I remember in Norton. I think it was Norman this year. We had almost, I want to say, 115, 120 people, yeah. or something like that. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of national events that sometimes don't yeah. pull that many people. So yeah, so it's crazy. It's 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 awesome how how well it's doing, especially around this area. I'm just glad glad to be able to fish with some of those guys. Yeah, no doubt. It's pretty cool. Um, well, that's cool, man. Uh, pretty good start to your kayak fishing career. Um, and this, this continues the, going from there. Uh, yeah, this, this is the first year I wanted to, you know, fish and fish a trail in its entirety. I, I fished one of the Bassmaster ones earlier this year, but their, their schedule was a little, a little crazier than what I could swing. 
So yeah. Potomac, Potomac River, Chickamauga, Lake Murray, and uh, our Gunnersville is what, what I could swing of the the KBF. So yeah, those are all kind of closer to the Carolinas, like at the yeah. radius. Yeah, is a no, Chickamauga was the farthest drive, you know, 10 and a half, 11 hours out there. Yeah. Gunnersville's 10 hours, Potomac's about five, six hours, and then Murray. I grew, I grew up in Columbia. I spent, you know, 18 years of my life in Columbia, so... That, that drive doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Yep. Uh, man. So you didn't get to go to like any of the ones towards like Texas and uh, towards the Midwest no, more. That's a, I, that's a little I bit more. I want to make the Possum Kingdom one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or uh, there's, there's Possum. I think I want to say it's KBF. I think it's KBF. That's Possum Kingdom on the schedule next year. And I remember. Uh, I remember I th- I think Bassmasters got it on their Bass, schedule. Bass is on there. Yeah, I, I I keep meaning to go through and write down all the schedule all the schedules and see which ones I think I might be able to make next year. I haven't yeah, gone through it like a, a spreadsheet or something and yeah, make sure remember, there's no overlaps. I remember talking like I think for over three days the, the top five guys averaged twenty inches a day. Like it was insanity out there. I think it was like two for two days. It was two hundred and ten inches that won it. Um, and like 204 inches or something like that got second. And it was like absurd. That's stupid. (laughs) Those numbers are ridiculous. (laughs) And I think all the way down to like 10th or something, I want to say had like 195 inches or better somewhere in that range. Like I'd be, I'd be upset if I had 195 inches and I was 10th. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, we'll go ahead and bring on Garrett here. Um, he's our other guest for tonight. Garrett, how are you doing? Good. Awesome. You got you make it back okay uh, from Gunnersville? Yeah. I mean, you know, one blowout is not too bad, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it happens. You said you, and you said you had one on the way up there, too? Yeah, it seems to be a problem that I have with this camper. Oh. Um, I've had several over the life of this thing in the last four years. So we're about to get some extra heavy tires. and Yeah, some extra he- heavy duty tires or something. Yeah, Those yeah. I thought safe safe power power tires. Good, we're, we're about to go up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think this. Uh, we were talking, this is your first time on our show. So uh, introduce yourself a little bit for our listeners and tell me a little bit about where you got your start with uh, kayak fishing and then tournament fishing. Yeah, so uh, I'm from Mobile, Alabama. Uh, so most of my friends down here do saltwater fishing. But um, you know, I've I grew up watching the the top 150s on on TV on Saturdays and stuff, and that was kind of yeah. like my dream. And uh, when I was like 16, I called Bassmasters and was like, "Hey, look, what like do we have any clubs down here?" And they hooked me up with a local club, and I fished as a uh, a co-angler with them for a couple of set well probably several years and okay. i mean doing the buddy stuff with the you know the non-boater boater thing um had a couple guys that taught me a ton and um ended up getting a boat fishing till i was you know early 20s and and then me and my wife when we had our first kid uh i had a I had a business and it was just getting too expensive so i sold the boat mm-hmm. and probably didn't fish for about 10 years Wow. Um, and then once the kids got a little bit older, business was a little better, picked up a saltwater boat cause I could do it with the family and 
did that for a few years. And then finally it was like, I had this big offshore boat and, you know, I like to go on the weekdays. Nobody could go. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to sell this thing by kayak. And, uh, I did that like three years ago and we went, took a little family vacation to Lake Eufaula. And somehow while I was there, uh, found out that they were having a kayak Bassmaster tournament on, on Eufaula. Okay. Uh, it's like three years ago. It's the yeah. one that, uh, three or four years ago. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was my, that was like my first kayak tournament and, uh, came in fourth and I was, uh, hooked after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. That was you came in fourth that in, that, was, in that Bassmaster. What's that? You came in fourth on that Bassmaster event. Yeah. And yeah. That was your first tournament. I should have. Yeah. I, I was like wow. half an inch away from getting a blue trophy. And probably should have got a blue trophy, but I had a buddy that was fishing with me. And uh, this was before you weren't supposed to help people out and all that good stuff. But yeah, um, I'd gotten on a really good shad spawn first thing that morning and had my limit. Well, actually, I had four fish and I had four fish for pretty much all day. And about an hour and a half left, I was like, you know what? The only thing I know to do is pick up a little finesse worm and go out to a ledge and you know, see what I can find. And I just yeah. pulled up my app and was like, well, here's a ledge. And I just went out there and ended up catching like a little 13 inch fish. And it was like, okay, I got a limit. And I honestly, it didn't cross my mind that I was going to do like really good in the tournament. I mean, I knew I was doing okay, but it wasn't like I need to keep fishing hard. Cause yeah. I knew my buddy only had four fish. And I was like, I need to go get him. I, I know he can catch a fish out here. So I went and got him. He's a saltwater guy. He doesn't even ever bass fish. Brought him out there and we fished for about 30 minutes. He ends up catching like a 14 and a half. And I was like, well, you're welcome. There, yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> well, I needed that one. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. But yeah. I mean, it's been a, it's been a fun road with the, uh, with the kayak stuff. You know, I, the first year I fished, I found the, um, the KBF online series. Okay. And, yeah. um, ended up, you know, somehow I ended up winning the, the whole angle of the year the first year I did it. Um, hey, we got some uh, some hammers here, the Angler of the Year guys. Yeah, like, this is so this is my second time winning it in the, the last three years. Dude, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty that's excited. cool. That's pretty cool, cool to hear. You guys are like pretty new to the sport, and and it's uh, I guess age range, I guess um, right. Uh, but both of you have found success early in in your hike fishing. Ten year, I guess. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's really just cool. want, just yeah. want to turn new, the pressure. New to fishing, yeah. not new to fishing, makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I mean, shoot, how long have I been doing this tournament fishing? At least for like six or seven years. Right. I haven't come anywhere close to anything like that. So. Yeah. That's pretty well, cool. I mean, you guys are. My first, I'd say my first, probably two years, tournament fishing with the the local club out of the boat. I probably it probably took me at least a year before I finally caught my first limit. I mean, it was just like, yeah, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. I could catch them in ponds, but it, then you go up to the river, it's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, people think it's uh, easy. And then you get out there, you're like, dang, on. Yeah, you know, for sure. Your goal is like one fish. And then yeah. eventually you're like, all right, I just want to catch a limit. You know, and then a couple years later, you're like, okay, now, now I want to win one. Yeah. 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 But it's definitely, definitely. I mean, it's, it's process and it's a lot of learning. Yeah.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Especially switching over to like, like the kayak side. But I think when you're talking about having that experience as a as a co angler, a lot of the people that I talk to that are co anglers or start get their start there, they kind of feel like it's a similar. I guess a fishing out of the back of a boat is kind of similar to fishing out of a kayak, or there's a lot of overlap. I guess right where you get, where you're trying to fish behind people or. Um, having to pick things apart more so than the guy that's in the front of the boat that can just go like blow through everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta get break break down the water a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's definitely something you gotta learn to do on a kayak. I mean, you don't just run the lake. No, I mean you I mean, can with the motors we've got now. You know, unless we're fishing a Hobie event, we can still cover a decent amount of water. But I mean, yeah. And it depends on the lake. I mean, yeah, if you're more somewhere... than five or six miles in a day, and you're just wasting a lot of time, you know, traveling. Yeah, uh, I do that a lot. I waste a lot of time. Well, I do too. Yeah, if they're if they're not biting, and I got something way over here, I'm like, you know, it's a good time for a lunch break. So, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make this hour I'll thirty fall. minutes to get my head right and eat something to eat, get something to eat, and just off I go. Yeah. But, you know. I can't remember what tournament it was a while back, but I uh, had a couple, had like a movie downloaded on my phone so that I could watch it on the on my commute to my spot. Yeah, <laughs> on uh, the the the, Mur- the Murray tournament in the spring, I had I had a I want to say it was like fifty minute run from the from the launch to my first spot. I had absolutely had a movie going the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long way. I mean, I get I get kind of bored sometimes. Just like I mean, you're not moving very fast, so it's not like you're going like in a bass boat or something right. doing that. You like really have to pay attention, uh, yeah. making that kind of run. But um, all those six miles an hour in a kayak, you you got to pay attention pretty. Good. <laughs> yeah, you still got to pay attention. But if you're like in the middle of the lake and it's like, oh, uh, you're just la la land. It's like yeah, you're just like eh, yeah. In slowly. thirty minutes, I'll be way over there. Yeah. <laughs> You're just slowly getting closer and closer. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if I didn't drop a drop a mark on my my graph and could at least see that it was going down, it'd be like this is yeah, this is killing me. Yeah. You know, so I'm just doing the math the whole time. I'm like, all right, I'm going this fast. It's going to take me this long. Yeah, yeah. I was about to pull it pull it up, and I'm like, yeah, about four thousand feet away. It's going to take me about seven minutes to get there. <laughs> And you got it down to the feet, like I'm moving some feet per second. <laughs> Ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do math in your head. Yeah. Um. Well, so I have brought you guys on to kind of talk about this Gunnersville event. I mean, to some degree, I'm more curious about your angle of the year seasons. Um because I think we've talked about Gunnersville a lot this year. <laughs> it feels like it feels like there's been, I don't know, like five or six big tournaments out on Gunnersville this season. Uh, yeah, there's been quite a few. Uh, so, but can, I'd we, still, we, I still, I still want to hear about one in the spring. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. One. <laughs> yeah, that one was rough. 
Uh, that was probably my roughest, one of my toughest tournaments all year. Yeah, I, I didn't fish that one. I didn't fish any Bassmasters this year. Hopefully next year I'll be able to fish several of them. Yeah, they've had a pretty good schedule out for next season. I'm pretty excited about. I don't know. Oh, that yeah, it looks, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's pretty close to the same as this this past season, um, but with the exception with like different timings. I think he's uh, got the timing dialed in a little better this time. Yeah, Murray, Murray Murray's going to be over 100 inches today. I, I, really? I can't even tell you that. And Murray's going to be stupid that time of year. Yeah, that was probably the one I think that I was going to be able to work in my schedule the easiest. From it, was, it was too warm this year, and all those fish went to the bank and they were spawning. But next year, if it's a little bit colder, like they say it's going to be, and those fish are backed off a little bit, mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, you're going to see them knock. They're knocked their lights out. I get down there and make that happen. Yeah. There there were guys up up the river in dirty water. They were putting up 20, 23, 24 inch fish like it's like it's nothing. They just, just couldn't put, you know, this fish went to the bank. They couldn't put more more than one or two of them up. But this this year, if it's colder, it's gonna be Yeah. It's gonna be a madhouse up there. Like way further into like the pre-spawn stuff yeah. patterns. Yeah. If it's if it was yeah, two two to three weeks earlier into the pre-spawn. You get nasty, really yeah, show out for for everybody. For got, I've got uh, my buddy who fishes boat tournaments up there. I think he fished. You know the CBC, the CBC tournaments up there. Uh, the Bass Challenge. Yeah, he he did he did back to my back like three weekends in a row, putting up thirty seven pounds, thirty seven, thirty nine pounds. Holy crap! Is, yeah, that's like some uh, <laughs> Texas or Florida numbers there. Yeah, like Lake, Lake Murray in the springtime is is insane. Huh. I'm about to make hey. it up though. Yeah, I was like, if you're, <laughs> you're going out there practicing, you're catching three pounders. You need you need to keep on keep it moving. Do something else. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might think you're doing great. You know, keep keep moving. Right. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, you need those fives. You need those those biggins. Yeah. Um, so for the KBF event, um. On Gunnersville, did you guys get to pre-fish or anything for that? Or um, yeah, so I, Gary I was said you're from Mobile, so you got some experience on Gunnersville. Uh, no, not really. I fished a tournament there the year before last, and that was the only yeah. time I'd ever been on it. So huh. I went up there, and I went up in August because I was like, I had no experience hardly on Gunnersville, and I didn't do that great the last time. I met it okay, but it wasn't like fantastic. So yeah. I went, and I think it was, I think it was August we went up there, and um, me and a buddy, we were actually, I was going up to uh, Tennessee to go fish with Ethan Jett for uh, okay a Percy Priest tournament they had for the yeah. FTN, and we didn't really want to fish Percy Priest an extra couple days for pre-fishing. Yeah, I don't blame you. We like, we'll just hit Gunnersville <laughs> on the way up, because we both have tournaments there coming up. Yeah. And, um we actually found this spot that I fished while we were there and um, he was able to capitalize on it a couple of times over the next few weeks. And yeah. So is that the spot that led to him getting um, second in the native event and first at that Tennessee Bass Nation state championship event? It's possible that it was very close to that spot. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So that, that paid off for, 
Yeah, well, it made for a good trip. Uh, obviously, yeah. it was a good decision for us to go up there. But uh, I kept going, man, I hope they're still there in October. And I, honestly, I thought it maybe would be better. Yeah. Um, but I got there. I, I went up there like a week before, two weeks before, because I had an extra day off. And I just went up there for like a day and a half. And they were still there. And then when I got up there for the – I didn't get up there till Monday for the tournament. Yeah. And um, I went back there, and there was – it was like a foot and a half lower. So most of the areas wow. that we were fishing, like you could see the bottom. And I was like, wow. oh crap. But I figured they didn't go far and they didn't. You know, it was it it had enough fish back there for me, uh Russ Snyder, Casey Reed was back there, and um Justin Faircloth. Wow. And he absolutely and... train wrecked them on the big bass day when we were all Saturday, yeah. yeah yeah dude that's awesome and all of those guys did well at this event yeah i mean everybody did pretty decent back there i mean it was it was a lot of fish caught huh dang yeah uh, i'm gonna have to do some more research on gunnersville and start picking your spot apart yeah yeah <laughs> no, i mean I don't, i've got some videos i got one i, I released yesterday and i'll have another one probably tomorrow of, of my tournament I don't know yeah. that you'll be able to figure out exactly where I'm at from it, but I'm not going to do all that. that, that person, but, <laughs> uh, There's a lot of good spots on Gunnersville. It's just a yeah. matter of it's, it's like, yeah. I mean, you kind of catch fish everywhere, but what we really learned as this tournament went on for us was, you know, they were there, but they didn't always, it's like there was windows mm -hmm. and you just kind of had to keep, cycling through cycling through cycling through maybe expanding the area that you're fishing just a little bit you know include a little bit more area and yeah. eventually you'd run into one and it'd be like oh yeah that, you know i'm They're glad i did here. yeah you know um and that, how how far along in the fall transition i guess were you guys feeling like this was uh like full-blown fall patterns now or uh, okay. I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, I was catching all my fish on chatterbaits, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, they were Pretty definitely cool. keyed on shad. Yeah. Did you? I'm not much of a puncher. So, I mean, it's like there were some areas that I was like, I probably should punch that. And I'd pull it out and I'd dink it in there about three or four times. Like, nah. I yeah. Right. So, you catch, you said you caught your, your fish punching? Yeah, so I went up there. I went up there in September, the the yeah. third third week in September, and I, I stayed in Mud Creek that for like four days, and I I absolutely blasted them punching. I probably caught thirty fish a day just punching grass. Wow. And I mean, but then it was matted eelgrass. Yeah. And I came down on Tuesday, and I was like, I'm gonna start there. I'm gonna go poke around. I go launch the kayak, and all the clumps of eelgrass are floating down the river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it moves everywhere um, I, I went up to, to where i'd been catching them before and there was like one clump left and i pitched in it and got a bit got a bite and shook it off and i was like well i can now i can catch one fish on <laughs> yeah I, I fished around that whole day that whole day and i think i had i had five bites the entire day set the hook on one and it was like a 17 and three quarter 18 incher hmm and I, and I took out, and I was like, I am not feeling very good about this. That was Tuesday. 
and I went to went to tackle shop, and then I was like, you know what? I got an hour, hour, two hours of daylight left. I ran down to Scottsboro, and I went out to the the main the main lake grass flats out there, mm-hmm. and literally my second second punch, I caught an eighteen and a half, and I was wow. like, huh. So <laughs> these weren't eelgrass grass mats anymore that you're talking about on the main lake. Uh, yeah, the main the main it turned into it was the middle, the hydrilla. Yeah. That topped yep. out stuff. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're still blowing in like eelgrass all, all around there. It's yeah, I mean, it's freaking everywhere right now. But yep. <laughs> so I, I, um, caught, I caught an 18 and a half and an 18 and three quarter in about 15 minutes after going down there. So I started, that's where I started the second day of practice. Yeah. <laughs> and I, Did you fish I, that during the, during the tournament? Did you punch all the whole, the whole event too? Whole time. Yep. Dang. That's <laughs> awesome. I I've, been, uh, I've been trying to get into punching a lot more the last couple months. Um, yeah. And I went out on the Delta, like in California, uh, a couple weeks ago with one of my buddies. And he like kind of gave me a master class on punching because uh, I suck at it. Like I'm <laughs> really bad. But that day I got a lot more confidence in it. And nice. now I'm like dying to go put Just that into <laughs> Yeah, do it for real and do it somewhere. And Guntersville's been where I've been thinking about doing it. Um, yeah, I, I definitely so. learned. Like I've I've done it. I like I like doing it here and there. But I I learned a ton doing it this past two months. Like I've I've gone through three different brands of line. I've gone through four different brands of punch skirts. I've got five or six different kinds of hooks right now. I just mm. I've gone through all of it. <laughs> Trying to find well, which you, one works best. Do you mind spilling some beans on it a little bit, or uh, telling us about your setup, or uh, you can so, keep that a secret? I mean, uh, rod, 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 and reel wise, it's the uh, what is it? The nine, the nine fifty four, the GLX nine fifty four. Okay, and uh, just a S, SLX MGL reel doesn't reel doesn't really really matter on that one. Yeah, when I was settled on, it's got the drag, I guess, to not yeah, literally stuff. Lock it down yeah. as tight as you can go and, and roll yeah. with it. <laughs> And I, yeah. I finally settled on the uh, Power Pro, the Power Pro V2, and 50 okay. pound because I started with, I started with Suffix Advance. It was good. Color color wore down pretty quick and got frayed mm-hmm. up pretty quick. Then I went to the Sunline VX2, and the punch the punch skirts were actually fraying the line. <laughs> I actually broke oh, fish really? off on the first the first day. Because huh. the, the aluminum punch skirt sliding up and down the line would was yeah. frightening the line. So wow. I ripped everything off, put put Power Pro on for the second day. Didn't lose a fish. Not nothing like that. Hmm. And it was just out out there. It was fifty pound fifty pound Power Pro. I was running a two ounce two ounce punch weight. Took the yeah. punch skirt off, so I wouldn't have any issues with that. And then a six aught flipping hook. One of those the six cent the six cents flipping hooks. Okay. Yeah, the six cents ones are coming on a lot lately. A lot of people are starting to yeah. talk about those. Uh, I, it, it scared me because a lot of the reviews say that they're dull and they, the points are dull, but they're not. Yeah, they're I mean, not. They're not laser sharp like the tra- like trocars and stuff are. The problem I was having with trocars is they're sharp. You catch one or two fish and then the points roll over. Mm, Whereas yeah. the six cents one, it's a little bit. It's thicker on the end. That's what I think. I think, I think that's what that's what everybody was throwing a fit about. It's a little bit thicker on the end, but I think I use the same hook for two. Yeah. 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 If you're jacking on a fifty pound braid, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, no matter how sharp it is. 
<laughs> Unless you're like uh, the type of person that like I, I know there's some guys that kind of just like real set into a into a fish instead of like really giving them right the hammer, uh, giving yeah. them the business or whatever. Um, That's for wacky rigs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I hear people saying that for punch punching too because you're using like such a giant rod in yeah. heavy line that they just kind of like reel into them. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I tried, tried to give it to him for half a second, but yeah, <laughs> you get the uh, adrenaline, you just crack them. <laughs> yeah, I, I was having a problem with that when I was uh, fishing with my buddy, uh, trying to show me how to do it. He's like, he was watching. First of all, I'm fishing a bass boat, and I only do that like once every two or three years. Uh, so I'm like halfway give. Get hit setting the hook because I'm timid about like sending a two ounce weight flying at somebody next to me. Uh, and he's all like, No, dude, you got to give him the business. Just yeah. uh, give him. No, he kept saying, Giving him the bad news. <laughs> uh, I took my buddy down to fish Okeechobee like three or four years ago out of, out of my bass boat, and he actually put a two ounce weight through my windshield. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I the guy who's blinding one eye from a bullet weight. No way. Yeah, his, uh, his partner, I think, was – I don't know if he set the hook and it hit him or he was hung up and pulled on it, but, yeah. Yeah. It was his – I think it was like he was fishing with his brother-in-law and popped him in the eye and he was blind in one eye. Crap. That, see, that's kind of stuff I'm like, ah, oh, man, I'm, that's what makes me timid about really setting the setting the hook in on, <laughs> on those, but you got to risk it for the biscuit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so much worried about setting the hook, but when you get hung and you bow up and you start pulling on something, mm-hmm. I'm over there like, you know, pulling <laughs> on because yeah. I'm like, I've done heard what this will do. I'm not, I'm not going to be one of those people. Yeah. Uh, you'd be like a riser. Um, got his two front teeth knocked out uh, a couple of years ago. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I didn't see it. I think he told me about it, but I, I hadn't. Yeah, he got like he got. I think it was only like a three quarter ounce tungsten or half ounce or something like that, and uh, he got it hung in something, and it came flying back at him and smacked him like right on the top of his mouth, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like broke his two front teeth off, um, and forever he had like no front teeth right there, and he just was, he was rocking it. was that a a tournament do you keep fishing that day uh i think he i think it was um some kind of a river event or something like that um but i i remember like uh soon after that he had a really good finish at a hobie event and he's standing there with his check with his uh front teeth missing (laughs) yeah like yeah that's That's awesome man uh i'm sure he didn't think it was awesome but he 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 was rocking it um so that sounds like two little bit different approaches to this event uh throwing moving baits versus punching um which i feel like you can kind of do a little bit of everything on gunnersville just about year round and find yeah. some success somewhere uh yeah that's the the thing the thing that scared me about the moving baits was i didn't know how that cold front was gonna was gonna mess them up mm-hmm. it, uh, it was like, uh cold you got last 30 week. 30 i think it was 38 on 38 on tuesday whenever i showed up 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really cold. It was nice during the day, week. but it was like yeah. old overnight temps um, all week. Um, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad it didn't warm up earlier. Also, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think he uh, did good by not having three other people fishing the same spot. Probably yeah. helped him a lot. Because I mean, it was like it was like a merry-go-round, you know. It was like you'd want to <laughs> fish this little stretch, and then somebody'd be on it. You say so you'd fish over here, and then they leave, and you're like, "Okay, I'll, I'll give it a few minutes." Then you'll run over there and fish around that little stretch, and it was. Yeah, I say if, if I if I pull up on a stretch and uh, Ru- Russ, Casey, uh, Eric, and Justin are, are going down, I'm just going <laughs> to go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, what's <laughs> bad is I was headed out of there the last day of practice because I went back there to check and I didn't. I really didn't even fish it. I, you know, um, I fished away from it and caught a couple fish and was like, I didn't even want to go back there and mess it up. And I'm almost completely out of like back to the boat ramp and I see Russ, here he comes. And I was like, Mm. I talked to him for a few minutes. I was like, you plan on fishing here? And he's like, maybe. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really see what I wanted to see yesterday. So I'm gonna come back here and check some stuff back here and, and, and see. And I was like, I mean, there's not a whole lot that's going to get by Russ. So I was like, well, yeah. just so you know, I'm planning on fishing back there. And he's like, okay, well, I'll make sure I don't stick anything. And I'm like, please don't stick anything. <laughs> yeah. like, I, off and I, I saw I'm him that, light, that night and I was like, well, am I going to have company? He's like, yeah, I'm afraid so. Like, okay, that's cool. Well, where, where do we want to start so we can, you know, give each other some space? So it, it worked out. I mean, he, he cracked him the first day and, yeah. You know, no, yeah, the man's a vacuum cleaner. The man's a fish yeah, vacuum cleaner. He's a dang hammer. So he's the KBF 10 champion now, or is that right? Back to back years. Uh, I don't think it's back to back. I think he won his first year doing it. Or his first year in the 10, I think he won. And then he won this one. Okay, the, so is the first is he the first two time? I know it was like the first yeah, something. Yeah, the first two time. Two time. Yeah, uh, ten yeah. champion. The, the bank, the bank that he ended up on in the ten. I went down it with a buzz bait, caught caught one, caught a short one, lost lost a keeper. Turned around, went down with a jerk bait, and I was about to go down it with a Texas rig or something. And he comes, he, I, I met him at the end of the stretch. Yeah, and I was like, don't worry, man. I, I caught all the short fish out of there, and he's like, hey, you go back down it. And I was like, nah. I was like, at that point, I was like, no, you're good. I was like, you're good. You, you, you can have it. Yeah, I, I, by by the time I turned the kayak around, he had 18 in a spot in the boat, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, He's, yeah." He just uh, can whisper to those fish, and just, yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, but he's he's got it. <laughs> just well, it's like we went, to, we went to dinner, and everybody ordered a steak, and Russ ordered the salmon, and it's like, well, you know, he's eating, he's eating fish. He thinks like a fish. I mean, like he's. Yeah. <laughs> He's all in on it. He's all in. You know, yeah. we're not all, all in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit about your all seasons. I mean, you guys had good events uh, down in Gunnersville, um, which is awesome. Uh, but like the culmination of this year, I mean, you guys had to travel quite a bit to get this get this done. Uh, you had a lot of good finishes all over the place. So. So tell me a little bit about like what went into that and how did you guys find success in so many different places? 
there's, there's a lot of a lot of pra practice practice and kind of leaning into my strengths a little bit because yeah so Mur murray murray was kind of like Murray was throwing a wacky rig on docks and bed fishing. They're not not too too much of that, but yeah. like <laughs> the it's the Potomac, the, the right ones faces, and you you're good yeah. there. I did I did break off a six like at the boat, jump complete completely out of the water that will net that will be etched in my brain forever that day. But <laughs> but I mean, yeah, Potomac was like. Like yeah, I I knew it was grass. I knew the grass. I knew the Potomac. You know, you think Potomac, you think grass. And I was like, I hate grass. I I don't want to fish submerged grass. I don't I don't mind the tide as much. So I was like, I pulled up there, threw a swim jig for a little bit, and caught a couple. How do you of short feel about fish. grass after uh, Gunnersville? That's like pretty much all Top, of it is. Topped out grass, yes. Submerged okay. grass, no. <laughs> like, submerged grass like a needle in a haystack. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, especially especially on Gunnersville when it's you know twelve miles of submerged grass. It's like all right, this is my spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like I'm I'm gonna I you know I saw all the grass flats and I fished the grass and I caught some short fish and then I you know I I saw a lay down during practice and I was like let me throw some of that lay down. I pitched a Texas rig into it and caught like an eighteen out of it. And then, you know, 50 feet next to it, there's another lay down. I throw the square bill across it and catch a 16 inch. I'm like, huh, <laughs> I can ignore the grass. I can. <laughs> so this so I was won. on the Potomac. Is that what you're. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's, that's, I think I had a like fourth, I think I had fourth and a 16th. My, my buddy okay. ended up going going down the stretch right in front of me the, the second day. So, <laughs> but I mean, I, yeah, I, that hurts Potomac, it was literally just cranking cranking lay down so I, I tried to kind of do do stuff that i do around here i've got some rivers and stuff like that around here and it's a lot of cranking lay downs and current you know there's current yeah. in the rivers and it kind of goes goes similarly with the, the the tide so i mean the fish the fish set up the same way they so they set up in the same places and, and use the use the lay downs the exact same as they as they do in the river so i yeah. just i can fish that and kind of fish my strengths and things and you know it's power fishing and then Chicka Chickamauga is again power fishing in my depth finder. I absolutely love my hummingbird. I can pick out anything and everything on that. On that, and yeah, I've been running that thing for for a while and going on, out uh, off side scan stuff on that. Or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I've, they, I've got Mega Live. I've yet to actually master it. I've used it like five times. I will absolutely wear some crappy out with it. <laughs> <laughs> I can absolutely plaster the crappy with 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 the Mega Live, but I I bass bass still learning it. Yeah, it's, it's gonna have to be something for me this winter. I'm kind of in the same boat. I've been messing with it for a couple of years now, and I still haven't figured that dang thing out. <laughs> uh, it's the way people act nowadays. It's like you're you're gonna get left behind if you don't figure that out. But eh. maybe not in a kayak. Uh, I feel like you still got a fighting chance in kayaks. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, and in kayak fishing, I mean, Russ is not running for no. fishing. Yeah, no. so I, I think he's got right a there. setup for it. Uh, he does on another boat, not at yeah, the, not on his attack, but yeah. Uh, it's like I was, I was, I think I was telling, I think I was telling you the last time about Chickamauga is I'm running side scan, so I'm looking straight, I'm looking straight ninety degrees, and that's where I, that's where I fish. I fish out, I fish out that side of the boat. Yeah. So. I see something on side scan. I just cast to it in real. So 
What uh, you're are you in an old town? Is that right? The yeah. autopilot is that the big water? The big water. Okay. Yeah. Where well, is the transducer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the transducer mount on that? Is so it it's, like it's, up towards the front? Or? Yeah, it's right right in front of the pedal drive system. Okay. But yeah, so pedal pedal drive, and then the transducer sits sits about you know a foot in front of it. Yeah. So it's, 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 a, it's sitting in front of me looking out 90 degrees and I can sit there, especially with the crankbait and stuff. And I can see it. I can see a fish on side scan. And I just know to throw. Yeah. Directly outside. So the boat. yeah, I fish out of a Hobie and the transducers like in your butt. Yeah. Right up under you. <laughs> You're passing it by the time you. Yeah. <laughs> you so it's kind of hard to do that. Uh, and and you're fishing. If you're trying to do that, you got to fish like over your shoulder. Kind of yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to use it to like turn a little bit every time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or just mark. You had to basically just mark it and go back and fish it. Like do a loop around and fish it yeah. again. I would say if, uh, I, if I'm fishing an area or something like that, I'll, I'll drop a waypoint. I'll just kind of keep the nose into it. But if I'm chasing the school, like I'm I'm fishing tomorrow, I'm probably gonna go chase around some schools on Sharon Harris. I'm gonna oh, sit there awesome. and. Literally look at look at them ninety degrees. You can see them on the side scan. I'll just sit there and just cast to them. Just, huh. Don't 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 no, need like version of Mega Live almost. Yeah, um, I mean I'm sitting there looking at them in real time. If you know if, they, if it's there's a school of fish swimming across a flat or something like that, they're gonna pop. They're gonna pop out. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, and so that was Chickamauga, and then after that. You had, uh, there was another one before this Gunnersville one. Is that right? Yeah, I didn't fish the, uh, it was, was, it, was it Mississippi River? No. No, they had uh, one. On it, was, it was a river one, wasn't it? I think the last KBF was on the Delta. Delta, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't yeah, know. You probably weren't making that drive. The, the, no, I, <laughs> I fished, I fished, yes, Mur- I fished Murray, Murray, Potomac, Chickamauga, and then this one. Okay. Um. Yeah, I only fished the the Kissimmee tournament and then Chick. So I only fished the two. I kind of forgot about that. That like their season, the like the basically the the bulk of their season ended like in May, right? Like it was basically. Yes, yeah, fairly fairly yeah. early. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of crazy that now we're talking about AOI <laughs> six five months later uh or something like that but uh i wish we had some more summer tournaments well i want some some more summer some more summer tournaments offshore (laughs) we'll see what their schedule brings next year have they announced their schedule yet yeah i think it's only uh it's on fishing chaos okay yeah i know i know i had it looking at it because i was i saw murray's on there yeah, I think he's doing Murray, then Gunnersville, and then I, I don't. I think he's doing Chick again in June. If I'm okay. not mistaken. Let's see. So we got Murray. We got Murray, Gunnersville, San O, oh, Santee, Chickamauga, and then Gunnersville again. Okay. Looks like we're all they're all close. Yeah. Oh jeez. They're saying Santee's going to be yours, Garrett. Uh, right, right up your alley with the, with the trees and everything. Yeah. Uh, 
I fished Santee this year. I cashed a check on it in the uh, Hobie series. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. They got. Yeah, there's only there's only there's only four of them next year. Going for more of the quality versus quantity approach, I guess maybe. Yeah, I think he's trying to dial it in and not extend himself quite as far as it has in the past. I think he's yeah. happy. Like, last year, he had a ton of events trying to, you know, make everybody happy and over here, and it just the numbers. Didn't yeah, add. when was that? Like the year before, like twenty twenty two, I think. I mean, it yeah, was like yeah. all over the place. Uh, yeah, it seemed like there was one every couple weeks or something like that. I mean, every every single one of those is going to be it's going to be. Good. <laughs> Depending on the moon phase, Santee will be Santee will be crazy. Gunner Gunnersville, I haven't fished it in uh, April, so that that one's going to be the weird one. the the cha- The championship and the and the trail series coinciding is going to be interesting. And then, uh, yeah, because that's going to be a lot of people in the water for the national championship, and then the the trail series two day uh, the next two days. Yeah. So, it's like you're almost going to have to pick how good you want to do and which one. You know, it's like, I mean, you yeah. kind of want to win a national championship and crack them early, but the, you, know, the you national- need those points going in, you know, for AY and the 10 and all that good stuff. National championships, three days, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's three days. So it'll be, I mean, you got to be on them for five days straight. <laughs> well, Hard to do anywhere. It'd be tough. Yeah. You guys got to fish the ten, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was I was there. I don't know about fishing, but I was there. Yeah, <laughs> I was just happy. I was taking pictures of leaves. I was like, "This is yeah. awesome. <laughs> I had sixty-five inches at eight o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "Okay, well, it's quick." And then nothing for the rest of the day, and I was like, "All right, this got a little tougher." And then I, I caught a I caught a twenty with like thirty minutes left. And I was like, right, "I'm good." Bought a five pounder, you know. I made the day. I'm good. Yeah. So Man. I had a 20 incher and I had 73 inches. So there's that. On four fish? No, on five fish. Five, five fish. Okay. Oh. Yeah, five fish, 73 inches with a 20 inch kicker. <laughs> Pretty bad. Yeah. But, your average is yeah. that. That one fish yeah, saved your average. Little fish were, I mean, yeah, they were I, everywhere. I, I didn't figure out what everybody else did in that first hour. And by then, a lot of people had already done their damage, and it was too late. I was yeah. catching on a on a shaky head left and right, but they were all like 11 inches, 12 inches, 13. And this was on the, the Duck Duck River. Duck, Duck River, River Reservoir. reservoir I, yeah. I, was, I was throwing a buzz bait wearing out the 11 inches, and everybody Are else you? throwing a buzz bait catching 19s. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was just kind of which pockets you ended up going, I'm going to start here. And every everybody everybody went to the right and I went up to the <laughs> I went up to yeah. the left. Well, I went to the dam and I fished down the dam and I had several fish right to start with and they were all small and I was like, oh. So I went to the pocket, the big one to the right, and like yeah. I get back there and there's four people back there, and I was like, crap. Yeah. So I ended up I like mean, you, my you time was out, over, I was all the way up in the head of it fishing. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those um, days where it's like I think I guess I'll go for a boat ride. Jimmy <laughs> talks a lot about that place. I think he lives like 
30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes from there or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's got, I mean, it's got big fish in it. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you said something about it being stocked for trophy fish, like regularly or like, something like that. Professionally managed body of water. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely managed. I think it was like, I don't know if it was, if he said it was like Boyd Duckett or something. Man, Van Dam was out there. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, he's, huh. he's, got a, he's got a YouTube video of him out there, what was it, about a month ago? A month, a month and a half ago? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. It was uh, it was high. It was higher than it had grass, but higher, clearer, and had grass. That's like, I, I didn't know anything about the place. I'm like, well, I guess I'll get on YouTube, watch a couple of videos so I can at least see what the lake looks like. And I was like, okay, this won't be too bad. I'll fish some of the, the shore grass and back of the pockets and stuff. And I get there and it's nothing. Down. No grass. I was like, oh, crap. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I found one patch of grass that was still in the water, and in four casts, I caught three fish that were 11 inches. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to live scope, and there were so many fish out there, it was like you couldn't tell what was what. You know, it was, yeah. it was everywhere. Yeah, bluegill and bluegill and crappy were everywhere out there. Yeah. Huh. And I'd heard there, was, there wasn't very much structure. Cause like that was Everywhere. supposedly the whole reason they did the mossback system out there was to, to add structure. And I get out there with my live scope and the first pocket I pull in, there's like standing timber and some trees and stuff. And I was like, Oh man, this is gonna be great. Yeah. Like I found a brush pile and then come to find out like there's oh, stuff everywhere. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's not, it's not what I thought it was. I, saw, like I, a, I found the I found the map where they had where they had marked every single brush pile that they put yeah. out there, and I went through and scanned. I was like, "Hey, there should be a brush pile right here." And I'm like, "Hey, there's a brush pile. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. It's like seven. Wait, that's not on the map. <laughs> Which yeah. one do you like? How do you find the the brush pile? Uh, right. You just gotta go through a hundred of them before you find. Yeah, and they, the right they were one. just being weird. I mean, you. You could see them on active target and you throw a worm or whatever over there and the worm would go down and the fish would swim down there and look at it and then he'd swim away. Hmm. It was it was just one of those aggravating days. I wonder if they get a lot of pressure there. Um, there there's a lot of John boats out there, but there was a lot of John I, boats. I only yeah. I saw one. I saw one guy who was actually like he was actually dialed in. He was he was catching fish out there in, in the John boat. He was actually dialed into the the contours and stuff like that because Russ yeah, and I were both sitting there talking about him. And this, yeah, this one, yeah, this one guy caught like four or five fish offshore, and he was he was out in the middle. He was way out there. That guy throwing that a rig up the up the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him out there. He was like A-rig in a canoe or something. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That yeah, like. Man. Throwing an A rig in Alabama, yeah. Imagine right. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Garrett, what about your season? I don't know if we talked about your how did how did your season develop with KBF? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I fished the the challenge series and the trail series. Um, I only fished. We had to have four events to for AOI points. Yeah. So the way KBF does their stuff is every time they go somewhere, they end up fishing two tournaments. So instead of a two day tournament, it's two one day tournaments. So you can get points for, for two tournaments. Yeah. Um, so I started at Kissimmee. I think I had a, 
which one is considered the challenge series versus the trail? So the challenge series is the online series. So okay. they have a, the monthly online series for each state has their own tournament. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're only fishing against people in your state, which is not terribly hard to come out of that with good points because there's, you know, I don't know how many states actually have a, 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 a series, but you know, the first place in each state is going to get first place points. Yeah. And say there's 12 tournaments throughout the year. There's a lot of people that have the opportunity to, to come into the championship with really good points. I think I had uh, two first place and two second places coming in. And there was probably 15 or 16 guys that had four first place going into the championship. Mm. Uh, so I, I mean, I honest, I went into it knowing it's like I have to win, most likely to really make it. My, my goal is make it back into the ten. Yeah, and like I'm probably going to just have to go in there and win the tournament to to really get back in. Um, and even then, if somebody would have been in with a perfect score to come in second, they'd have still beat me out in AOI just because the way the points worked out. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, the, it all comes down to the championship really, which is good because I mean, that's the only time everybody's fishing against each other. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, on that on that one body of water. That makes sense. Yeah. It's pretty cool that it all comes down to that too. Like that you're fishing regionally, like right in your state yeah. all year. And then uh, you guys all have to compete against each other and somewhere else. Yeah, And I got to travel a little bit to find somewhere. There's, there's a lot of guys up in North Alabama that's got some good lakes to fish. And yeah, I don't like, I mean, I'm in mobile. It's all brackish water for the most part. And the fish are small for the, I mean, like they just don't get real big down here. It's a river system and it's not one of those river systems. that's like grows lunkers, you know, we get a hurricane every so often. It just wipes them all out. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I got about, I got about a two hour drive to find the, the closest place that I can actually compete. Um, and then I also fished a couple of other states while I was like, I fished Tennessee while I was at Chick. Yeah. Um, and basically just my practice and the tournament, you know, I, I'd entered in, that was the only time I fished that challenge series. And I, I think I came in second on that one. Pretty um, solid for just a couple of like days up there. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, most of my, most, I mean, I'm not, I can't just fish all the time. So usually my monthlies end up being like three days or four days that I just try to focus on getting out yeah. there and fishing. <laughs> That's not I'm like, like uh... looking at moon phases and being like, nah, this day's going to suck. I better not go this day. I'll go, I'll go this other day, you know? Yeah. Pick really pick the prime days. Yeah. yeah you got to pick your days. I mean, you know, like I own a business and, you know, a family and, you know, we're real active in church. So, I mean, I got a lot going on. So I have to like, Get fishing to fit in the right the right spot. Yeah, I'm not gonna try to throw shade at some guys around here, but there's um, some people in these monthlies up up this way will fish daily on the same places that are like trophy lakes, pretty much. Oh yeah, yeah, like Duck River or Katona. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. eventually they're gonna run across the right one, but it they spend yeah. almost every single day out there doing it for. I mean, most of the time it's like they're going after work and you don't want to do it or. Right. Yeah. A couple hours in the afternoon. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I, I stopped fishing some of the monthlies around here because it was like 118 inches every single month. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, in some of those places, you know, I used to fish an online series that it was like they, it was like the whole nation basically. And they broke it down to where, depending the, on where the, you the, live, the mock one. No, it was a different yeah. one. I'm not going to name names. They're, they're a good, they're a good group. I just don't like the way the thing's set up. But um, <laughs> so you basically get points deducted or points added based yeah. on what state you lived in because of the fishing or big. They're trying or, to like handicap uh, it kind of. Yeah, to, to make it fair. And it makes sense when you only have so many people and you have to do the whole thing. Yeah. The problem is, is pretty much every state has at least one or two of those lakes that state managed. Yeah. And they're freaking trophy lakes. I mean, there's one in Virginia that's like stupid. You yeah. Know? And they're one of the places that, that gets bonus points. And I'm like, I can't beat him on a regular day, let alone when you take points away from me and add them to him. So, <laughs> Western branch, right? You know, I don't know what lake it was, but yeah, I was like, I just I think, I think, you know, I eventually get tired of donating your money. You know, it's like, I just can't. Yeah. I can't. And a lot of the times it's like the same guys over and over. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you find your spot that you fish and I mean, you know, but to be fair, I mean, like with the state challenge, I mean, everybody's got on the same playing field. They can go find yeah, the same they spot. Can all, they can you all do it. You just got to do your research and figure out which lakes are worth spending your time on. There's a couple of like um, state clubs out here that run monthlies that um, have basically banned those lakes. Certain uh, lakes. Yeah. Uh, those uh, pay lakes and stuff like that. Uh, the, wow. the managed lakes because. I don't know. Their guys in their club were getting mad about um, people taking their money every time. Right. <laughs> so I used to, I had a place there for a while that was uh it was one of the state lakes and they didn't have anybody that checked people coming in and out. And it had gotten really good. It was it was it was only gonna get better. Um the fish were it was fair like fairly freshly stocked, so the fish were like really like dumb. I mean it, it was <laughs> yeah. getting good. And uh, daggum redneck locals kept going in there and taking out the, all the big fish for their ponds. And, you know, game wards finally caught on to it and were catching people like with like 20 and 30 bass. And it's like, I mean, now the place sucks because it's like they're all little, you know, because they have had two or three spawns and it's all the little fish. And they've taken all the all the original DNA good fish out. So I'm like, well, ruined I mean, it. I got to start sucks. over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So just oh, drain well. it and start over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Um, yeah. Well, we're getting kind of to the hour mark on our, on our show. We, I've been running a little longer and I got, uh, I'm not scolded, but it was like, <laughs> you keep it just a little shorter. <laughs> uh, you put people on here talking about flipping. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we'll try to start wrapping it up. Um, but before that, I want to give you guys a chance to kind of shout out any sponsors or I know White, you said it had a YouTube video and all that. Yeah. Um, plug all your all your sponsors here if you got them and uh, thank anybody you want to thank uh, for your season or, and for your events. Um, so I just I just posted posted my day before practice day two days before practice video my, my tuesday tuesday wednesday practice video i posted that about two hours ago 
Yeah. So, CC. Is this uh is this all punching footage? Yeah. Yeah. I was, it's all gonna be punching footage. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had I had some video from September where I was skipping a frog up underneath the dock and catching them. It's just you skip it on there and you shoot. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it left left all that out. It's just all it's all punching. You can see exactly where I am. And uh, I got to thank I thank Old Town. I said, well, I'm the only the only schmuck out there in the ten still pedaling. So yeah. <laughs> you didn't have a motor? No. Oh man. No wonder you say it takes so long to get somewhere. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll outrun them at the beginning. I can I can run with everybody at the beginning, but uh, my, my batteries drain a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, can, I can I can run five and a half six miles an hour in that thing, but you'll have to get you the the EPDL at some point. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably be back back and forth in the uh, the I'll probably grab the uh, the one twenty autopilot next year and go back back and forth. Pra- yeah. Practice. I'll probably use the pedal drive. Tournament day. I'll use the uh, <laughs> use the use the Mingota. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, uh, I feel like that helps a lot, especially like I've been talking with some people about this, uh, like for offshore fishing, having the spot lock and stuff. That, that <clears> didn't <throat> bother me as much as at the as the Murray tournament where we were sight fishing. Sight. And I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, I gotta sit sit down, pet a little bit, stand up, look around, sit down, pet a little bit, yeah. just kind of bump forward, bump forward, bump forward. And I, in case Casey goes by me, you just stand up the whole time. <laughs> Standing yeah, I guess when I'm sight fishing, I usually have like a paddle board, uh, like a set board paddle. Uh, yeah. Uh, and like I stand and just paddle with that thing. Uh, yeah. But it would be a lot easier. I got the foot steering on mine, so I just stand up and drive with my shins. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, but you got any other shout-outs you want to give here? It's old town hummingbird family for supporting me through all of it. My mom for letting me crash at the house for a week, putting putting up with me for a week at the house for Murray. Yeah. And, uh, she's gonna see me. She's gonna see me again at the spring. Is actually getting all my stuff ready for Murray already. Changing out. That? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, too fast. Shut up there again. <laughs> <laughs> Murray, 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 and Gun- Murray, Gunnersville. All of it, getting that ready. Nice. Start, start throwing all this stuff tomorrow out there just to. So make sure I got it all fine tuned for the next couple months. Yeah, what? that's awesome. Uh, Garrett, how about yourself, man? Uh, yeah. So, um, I mean, my main main sponsor right now is Dakota Lithium. Uh, Stormy, shout out to Stormy. He really takes care of us um, with lodging yeah. and you know batteries. You know, the running motors and graphs and live scope and stuff. It's Pretty huge uh, supporter. Kind of ridiculous what, what my battery box looks like, but um, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the way I like to do it. Um, well, if you're running then, like motors and grass. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got the the Newport yeah. motor, the the 36 volt. So I've got a you know 36 okay. volt 60 amp hour battery that I have in my crate. So Lord. it's a well, there's a lot of power floating around in my the, head. The 300, the NK 300. Yeah. yeah. How do you like that motor? I like uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, I've got, got the 180 uh, and I've kind of debated <clears throat> jumping up to that one. At so I've point. got both. I ran the 180 for a year and um, I really wanted the bigger one just because the speed. Yeah. You know, uh, do you get a little thing in the morning or whatever? You want to get somewhere quick? 
if uh, you're trying to race to a spot or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But what's like when I first put the, the new portal, the, the 300 on, um, you know, when you hit the throttle with the NK180, it's, you know, it goes, but it's not like real fast. Well, that yeah. big prop that's on the 300, as soon as you hit it the first time, I was like, whoa, shoot. You know, yeah. and I had to kind of turn a little bit and look like jerky yeah. sideways, and I was like, son, that thing's got some torque. But, um, wow. I mean, fishing speed's like 4% as opposed to 12 to 15 percent on the 180 so yeah. it's 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 a considerable difference um yeah. and with that 60 amp hour battery i've got um i was towing ethan back to the boat ramp the other day after let's see i think his motor died about 15 miles and uh mm. i towed him back the last three miles back and i mean i was towing him back running five miles an hour good lord you know and i still had yeah. plenty of juice when i got back so I mean, it's yeah it, it's pretty cool you know how much how many how many like miles would you say range wise you get at, at like would, let's say like 60 70 percent didn't, didn't, didn't glenn say he had he was getting around 60 um i, think, I, don't I, think know. I, I would say with my battery i could probably go in about four and a half miles an hour i could yeah. probably run I probably could get about 30 miles. I mean, I go a lot further than I want to. Yeah. You know? um, I mean, obviously, if you're going full speed, it you know, the yeah, difference between five miles an hour and six miles an hour is like twice the battery consumption. I mean, it's crazy yeah. that last little bit, but that's because at that point, you're just plowing water. So, I mean, the, the boats you just aren't. The, uh, I forgot what it's called. It's like the. Uh, yeah, nice there's a fancy name for it. Of, yeah. Yeah like max uh, velocity or but there's a there's a fancier name i don't know what it is yeah have to the ask only me. way the only other way to break it is to plane your boat basically right yeah uh, i'm sure ramel knows the the fancy name but i don't know what it is yeah. <laughs> but um and then i got a uh, dug up bait and tackle um yeah. they just um brought me on last week at the day before the the tournament i got yeah, i was getting ready to say i think i saw a post about that like couple days ago or something yeah yeah so that's that's something i've been you know uh wanting to accomplish for a while because you know they've got they've got some really good people on their team and it's like i, I really would like to get on the dugout team you know that'd be that'd be pretty cool so that they was, seem to that be was pretty awesome good to people offer. to their to their team like they yeah their team pretty well yeah. and then um i've got a firm grip which is um they're, they're fishing shirts that you can actually pick up at like home depot Okay. And I want to say we looked it up. They sent me a box full of shirts, so I didn't actually buy any. But they're, I mean, they're they're stupid comfortable shirts. They're some of the best best fishing shirts I've actually worn. I've got the hooded shirt, short sleeve, long sleeve. Yeah. Um, and I we so we were looking over like, well, I wonder how much they cost. So we we looked them up. They're like twenty five bucks. So I mean, you're, yeah, that's pretty. You're not gonna cheap find, yeah, that's like the cheapest thing out there. It's I mean crazy. Yeah, I mean the Afco shirts are like. Oh yeah, 50, 60, 50, 60 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they're, I mean, they're, they're crazy comfy. You know, you don't get a ton of color selection, but they got blue and blue and gray camo. I'm not sure if they have any other colors. I hadn't had a chance to look yet. I just picked them up. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, I mean, it covers your two basic color groups, color and non-color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, Gorilla, Gorilla Grip gloves. And, um, I think that's it as far as sponsors. Um, 
And then I got a YouTube channel, uh, Garrett Wade Fishing. So I've got most of my tournaments on there. Got some cool content. Yeah. Uh, I've got a nice breakdown video of the um, Newport, the 300 motor. Yeah, so, I got to check that out. Yeah. And I go through, basically, I did all the math for you for like, uh, like if you had a 50 amp hour battery, what your mileage would be based on your speed. Yeah. So, your yeah, wattage consumption mm -hmm. yep. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I did the wattage and then the speed at different different wattages. Huh. Yeah. So. <clears throat> what is it like your max speed that you get out of that? What boat are you on? In a, in a I'm on a, yeah, I'm in a Hobie. I got a, a PA uh, 14 360. Yeah, 24,000 okay. views on that thing. Yeah, it's got a bunch. My my daughter the other day, she was she she started her little YouTube channel last year, or actually this spring, and she's already got way more subscribers than I do. And she just does like drawing pictures and pictures of, of like her videos of her dogs. It's killing me. That's, yeah, short. that's she, what you need to do. She puts out a short like every morning, and she's killing me on views. But she was like, "Do you know you have a video over twenty thousand views?" I was like, "Yeah, it's my trolling motor video." <laughs> yeah. It's got nothing to do with fishing, but you know, it's got some good information on it. It's, you know, there's yeah. a lot of comments, so YouTube apparently likes it, so they keep pushing it. Hmm. So, we'll why are you gonna have to get a trolling motor, man, and get get those trolling motor videos out there? I know I'm yeah. gonna have to start doing more product reviews or something. I'm like, <laughs> I'm at like 930 something subscribers, so I'm getting really close to that magic you, thousand. You you were yeah. you were nine you were 941. Now you're 942. Yeah, let, me Thanks, make, let me make sure I can throw my hat in there and get you. Yeah, I, just, I, just, I just subscribed for you. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'll have to look yours up here in a minute. Follow backs here. Uh, is it just Garrett Wade fishing? Yeah, it's Garrett Wade fishing. Here we go. Yep. Forty-three, yeah. Sweet, <laughs> going up. Yeah, well, well hopefully, uh, anybody listening out there, let's get them to a thousand. Yeah, absolutely. Get those numbers Appreciate up. It. I'm figuring by the time I get all my Gunnersville stuff out there, you know, hopefully that'll be the the little bump that I need. A tipping point for you. I've got I've got day one out that I put out yesterday. Day two will go out probably tomorrow if I get time to finish it up, and then. I'll circle back to like my scouting videos where I got some, some frog fishing and some me yeah, and all your uh, popular videos here are all like walkthroughs of your boats or crawling. Yeah. It's like yeah, how so. to do this. Like, yeah, I'll watch that. Hopefully soon I'll be doing one of um, building one of my a kayak crate. Cause my, my battery was too big for the regular uh, yak attack box. So I have a ginormous box that I built on the back of mine, but I used all my Yak Attack stuff. So I didn't okay. want to make a video of that one. So I'm going to get on Amazon, order all the materials, and get a material list for everybody, and then nice. make a new video with stuff that you could actually just go buy instead of having to go rob your crate. <laughs> Plus, it's probably a little cheaper if you don't have to buy you know, extra yeah. premium just yeah. for hinges. Man, you got this Lake Gunnersville practice. I'm looking it up. Uh, you just posted that two hours ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. May, everybody, make sure to go check that out too. Uh, yeah, 
I didn't, I didn't, didn't do, I didn't watch do too that. much recording because I was on this on day two of my tournament video, so I'm gonna have to make it all all tournament videos one because I was kind of kind of stressed on <laughs> a little stressed out that second day. Hey, recording is hard. It's like I have so many days where like I don't end up recording just because either the day doesn't go great to start with or. Yeah batteries die or you yeah, yeah like your cords decide it doesn't want to work and you're like yeah, it starts raining and it fries it and you're like oh this is just you know that's what happens when chicken getting wet i had the that the, the <laughs> cameras overheat and oh god yeah like that all day well i don't use a battery in my back camera i i leave yeah. the battery out of it and i, I hardwired into a, a dakota lithium power box nice. and then my front camera i only turn on when I catch a fish, and I want to talk to it. So yeah. one yeah. battery will last. You have one like kind of below you sitting facing towards you. Yeah. I got it sitting in the front, like right behind my graph. So just yeah. the camera sticking over my graph. So I don't whack it every time I try to make a cast. Cause all my casts are like sidearm, low stuff. And, you kind of have to do that in a kayak. Yeah, I'm always hitting something. Yeah. You know, there's rods back there. I mean, there's not a whole lot of, yeah. You know, this. Unless you got them. I've been seeing a lot of people lately set, having their setups so that all their rods are like laying down. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd I'd lose one. I'd lose one and never even know it. <laughs> I can't, yeah. can't get back to the boat wearing with half as many rods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get a full uh, what one happened there? Just pump over. Uh, oh. yeah. I mean, I like when I'm fishing at least during throughout the day. I've got like. Half of the rods I bring with me end up in front of me laying <laughs> yep. like six or yep. seven deep almost. And I'm having yeah, to like mine, mine shuffle right, through them right every right time. <laughs> I, only, I only ever bring four, so I got them all sticking out the back. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's efficient. I think I bring like 12 every time I go. No, yeah, I was, I had, I think I was at like six until. <laughs> Couple weeks ago, yeah, you want to blow blow your mind? Hold on. <laughs> He's got one rod that does everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, back in the day, that used to be a six six medium heavy, and now everybody's like, "Who throws a six six? That's yeah. the whole tackle box for Gunnersville. <laughs> that's it. That's that's what was in the boat. That, that's that's really all you needed. Huh? If if I if I need more than this, I don't need to be out there. Yeah. I mean that's. Mostly, true. I need to get my box back together. I usually have got like a, uh, like a one of those Plano boxes that you can, the edge boxes where you can make the, yeah, parts and pieces, however, whatever sizes you want. Yeah. Uh, and I've usually got one rigged up like that, with just like, that's all you need for the day, kind of box. Uh, I just, I, I have, I have, I have ADD, so if I have too much stuff, in, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw all of it. Yeah, maybe I need to go back to doing that because uh, I do end up throwing every single rod and every bait that I've got basically. If I, yeah. if I bring it, I'm gonna throw it. Yeah, I mean, I might throw them all, but it might be like three times. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going back to yeah, I'm going back to this and I'm just gonna fish thoroughly, and they're eventually one's gonna eat it. Eventually, they will bite, well, it's gonna work. <laughs> Uh, well, do you guys got? I know we're at the end of the year, I guess, for season-wise. But you guys got any other events coming up, or you got anything you're looking forward to next year? I know you're saying 
like Murray next year. But uh, yeah, I got the uh, TOC coming up in a week and a half, two weeks, week and a half. Yeah, uh, November eighth or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's two weeks. Uh, yeah, eighth or ninth and tenth or something like that. Veterans yeah. Day weekend, is that right? I've only fished Chickamauga in June. I've done it. Three times I've been there in June, so I have no idea what it, what I'm getting myself into. When I, I hear the lake's lower, so I don't know. Yeah, apparently everywhere I'd only fish is dry. So yeah, and you're gonna have a lot of uh, matted grass and stuff everywhere. Right, where they've dropped the be, lake. Should uh, be different. Really? Yeah, I mean, um, you can go back and watch um, some of the elite series. Um, from a couple of years ago during that curve. Yeah, that wasn't year. that was that time of year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the uh, October thirty first or something like that. So yeah. it'll be a week or two ahead of schedule of what you're gonna right. see. But Onik was throwing that big glide, him and Jakobson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was uh the one that um dang, what was his name? It's like slipping my mind. The one that's sponsored by Bush Light, Lee Livesey. Uh, yeah, he won on a frog, uh, throwing it over those grass mats. Right. Oh, yeah, because they, they were put they were putting weights and everything in the frogs going up in the river. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, trying to yeah. get it to put a little invention yeah. on that mat. Yeah, and he was saying that you had to like, like three, make a ridiculously long cast and hit like a specific, like there would be a little green patch in the mat. That you'd have to hit that from like right. 50 yards out. You'd have to hit that green patch. Yeah. Yeah. They left all the dead stuff. And they're like, oh, this is still alive. I'll live here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it'll set up the same. Uh, that was like true fall patterns in that one. Right. Uh, I guess it, I mean, it depends on whether it's cool outside or if we get one of those stupid cold snaps and it's 30. Yeah. Because I don't like cold weather. I mean, that's just. I'm not a cold weather person. Yeah. That's why I live as far south in Alabama as you can get. Yeah, I was getting ready to say you got that nice cold or the, that nice Gulf breeze all the time. That's yeah, we, uh, we like to swim around Christmas around here. Yeah, uh, you're not doing that. Winter doesn't usually set into like January. Actually, some Christmases you can do that out here, but yeah. Uh, it's like every other Christmas, like one year. Yeah, you'll have degrees. someone that's crazy cold, and the others is like, man, yeah, I like this. I'm wearing shorts to you it's know, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then New Year's. You know, so second yeah. second week of February is when it's cold. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. January and February are pretty rough, but after that, it's not bad. I mean, we're not that far north, <laughs> right? Um. Well, that's cool, man. Good luck at the TOC. That'll be uh, an interesting event. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, definitely a lot of competition on that one. Yeah. Russ, I'm looking for Russ to maybe run the table on championships and take home. If he does that, yeah, it'll he, take home three major three. championships in, a, in essentially yeah. one season. Yeah. Right. He came close last year. And uh, I think he was, he just had, he couldn't, he was like missing one fish or something. And he'd have really done something, but. Yeah. Yeah. Caddo was tough. Caddo was tough on a couple of us last year. You either found the grass patch that everybody was fishing 
or you were like, where'd all my fish go that were on trees? You know, like yeah. I was running 90 inches a day fishing trees and then it got cold and I was like, they don't, I guess they didn't want to be around all those popsicles sticking out of the water. Interesting. Yeah. The trees in cold heat or something. I guess only the grass did. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody says the tree holds heat and I'm like, I don't know. The fish didn't want to be on those trees when they got cold. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. They're like, nah, I'm out. Yeah, they're like, oh, I ain't doing it. Uh, why? What about you? What do you got coming up? Uh, uh, there, there's, there's a winter trail around here. I gotta find it's a, it's a team winter trail, so I had to find right. somebody to fish with, and it's gonna be like Mac. I don't know where, where, where are you? Where are you again? Where, are you, where are you located? You know any lakes in North Carolina? Uh, me? Yeah. Uh, I'm in like just west of Nashville, okay. uh, in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know that I've ever fished anything in North Carolina. But I've got a a cousin that lives out there um, that fishes in the uh, Coastal Carolina Club. Um, Do you know Drew Blair? (laughs) I know know the name. I actually started started the bass fishing in Coastal Carolina. Yeah. You know, uh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Repping the, the, what was that? Shana Clears. Yeah. Yep. That, that was That's where, awesome. that was where I started fishing with the FLW College Fishing whenever they started the whole, that whole thing back in 2000. God, that was 2009. And I won the Gunnersville tournament in 2011. And that that put money in the club for a couple of years. I, I, won, I won 10 grand for the club. <laughs> that, wow! Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's awesome. Huh. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Well, yeah, we'll Drew, Drew. A, a partner for the winter series. And, and <laughs> yeah, so I've got 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 that, and then I'll then I'll be you know I'm gonna go live live on Murray for a little bit because I'm not letting Casey take uh, take my money again on Murray. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like he did this year. Dialed. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll, I'll probably I'll probably be out there at least at least once once a month. <laughs> once a month until then just kind yeah. of just, and then i'll go up there probably the so week you before. got the bass masters going there and kbf's going there also yeah i think so once once the kbf going there i, I was trying to look that up earlier and I KBF was, there. Be yeah, kbf was a little bit later i think it was bass first and then i think the next week is kbf sounds like a long vacation yes yeah. Back to back Murray events. Oh, I will. I will live there. That place. Yeah. Where we uh, three? Yeah, March March second. So the the week before is the Murray tournament. <laughs> March second. Okay. Yeah. So I think the Bassmaster was of twenty third and twenty fourth or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to go just get to get the season started off right and go out there and. Uh, yeah, get it rolling for next year. Can't can't win rookie of the year again, but yeah, I missed that last year because I couldn't figure out how to catch a limit on day two at Kentucky Lake. <laughs> uh, catching fish on Kentucky Lake in general can just be rough. Yeah, hmm. I've never made it that one. It was challenging in October on Kentucky Lake. You didn't you didn't go way up in the rivers like everybody else. No, I didn't know about all that. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, there's a reason they were doing that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was. I mean, I don't. You know, it's it's hard to it's hard to figure out where where to put in and take out on those things. You know, and I'm not a river guy, so I, yeah. You know, I just went up there and hoped for the best. Yeah. Uh, well. That'll be a good start to your old season or to your season at Murray. That'll be fun. I'll hopefully, I'm looking to try to make it to Murray, uh, the one in February at least. I don't know if I can do the one in March. Yeah. Um, just, just have to let, let me know. I got somewhere to crash. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, that'd definitely make it easier. Uh, yeah. Wife won't have to get on me about yep. paying for an Airbnb again. Yeah. Save that money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, listen. I appreciate you guys coming on, and talking with me tonight. Uh, it's been good getting to know you guys, and Wyatt having you back on uh, on our show. Hey, man, hope to be on here a couple more times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully soon, uh, and for Garrett at least, uh, fishing the TSC. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Actually, I have a. Have a good showing. Yeah. yeah man. Uh, I'm sure you'll get something figured out there. Uh, Chickamauga can be tough sometimes, but do some yeah. research. You figure it out. Jordan Marshall was telling me, he was saying, he's like, if I think he made the statement, he said, if he, if someone would guarantee him 80 inches a day, he would just not fish. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's rough. Uh, <laughs> There's another person I was going to point you to, uh, Cole Sands fishing. I don't know if you follow any of his stuff. Yeah, he's a. I think he guides some though, so we're off limits on on guides and all that good stuff. Well, he he has a YouTube channel and all that. Oh yeah, he does. You're right about that. Yeah. Um, and he also will uh, do like breakdowns and stuff, right? Um, uh, through through his guide page on Facebook, where he just yeah. like. He basically just spills the beans on everything about, right. about chick at least. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'd recommend going to take a look at that. Yeah. Maybe not make that like your whole game plan, but at well, least yeah, you yeah. You gotta, have, you have, to have that information. You're all figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully that helps out, helps you out. Yeah. Um, well, with that, I'm going to run uh, run out of here. I think I just heard the baby crying a second ago, so I might have to go help out with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on, uh, and good luck to the rest of your season, and congratulations again on the uh, Angler of the Year finishes and finishes and all the KBF events. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, well, with that, I don't have the uh, Jimmy didn't send me the rundown. Usually we do a little rundown of other tournaments that happened, but he didn't send it to me. So I guess you're not getting that this week. Sorry guys. <laughs> uh, so maybe we'll have that back next week, but next week I think we're going to probably try to cover. There's a native, the no limits event on Lake Fork. Fort. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully that's a pretty good one. I think they're probably going to smash them. Um, I've heard that Fork is making a pretty strong comeback the last year or so. 
after they raise the water back up. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what how that turns out. Anyways, we'll look look forward to hearing running another show next week. Uh, with that, we're out. <laughs> All right, good talking with those guys. Um, I appreciate having them on. Um, like I was saying, come back next week. We'll have uh, probably try to cover the Lake Fork event and. Uh, Maybe Jimmy will be back, but maybe Jimmy will be a have a new baby next week. So we'll see. <laughs> but tune in next time.